This is the Barbarian Rhetoric Podcast. Acta non verba. There we go. Now that we've already had a few minutes of entertaining laughter that we can't share with the public because we didn't hit record, we'll get this thing rolling. <laughs> I guess we'll yeah. do the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, we'll capture the rest of it. There we go. Oh, who's running this chicken shit outfit? I don't know. We need to talk to that intern to get, oh, no, to get everything organized. <laughs> oh, hell. Fun time. Happy New Year. Oh, wait. Yeah. We've already done our New Year's episode, though. Well, it's actually New Year's now. It's <laughs> in the new year 2022. God, what a change by that so one fast. Two. Yeah, yeah. Well, so far I haven't had that problem. But it's funny, my daughters were like I, I overheard them talking about it. And it's like, yeah, we're gonna have to remember to, to write a two oh. instead of a one. And this was like it's like a month and a half before into oh. 2021 where I figured out instead of a zero to put a one. I hope it doesn't take that long this time. It's funny. The trucks inspection sticker has inspected like 11, 8, 21, and its next inspection is for like 2, 11, 21. <laughs> And I'm looking, and when you stare at that for like 10 hours, you know, off and on from going down the road, you're like, yep, you forgot to change that one to it. <laughs> They'll figure it out. So maybe. <laughs> what it was good for a few days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, not really. Because it'd be going backwards. Uh, yeah, I didn't remember what dates you said, so I just said that. No, November to February. Mm. Well, you're fucked. Pretty much. Eh, I'm not worried. It's more of a chuckle. Are we still First. doing the triumphs and blunders, or are we just doing away with that completely? What? What do you have one, CJ? so then maybe no yeah we won't be doing maybe when we're all good or however we want to work it so yeah if we if we got something like actually important to say yeah or we could just do that it was okay okay. (laughs) yeah my blunder come home from school how was school it was okay Eh. yeah (laughs) Hey, that's pretty good. Mostly I get a uh, that's it. Just a uh, uh. he did ask me how my day went today though. So yeah, nice. I almost got a truck stuck. Almost. Then shift you that, that really has to well when you're in a greasy field. Yeah. Yeah. The afternoon yeah, it had to be cornfield gets serious. greasy. Yeah. It's, but I got out. I, I lucked out. I made it out by myself. It took me a little bit. Oh, you guys will appreciate this. Speaking of trucks, so we were at the 
went to took the girls over the weekend. They're with their mom now, but uh, there was went to the grocery store and there's a semi, two box trucks, and they're all like not really colliding, but they're all in a crammed little whatever. And I saw them like they were trying and people there's cars coming out of the parking into and out of the parking lot that were just being dicks. So, but I see it. So I'm pulling in and I stop and I'm like, it took a while for everybody to see me, but I was, I was like waving. It's like, Hey, you know, you guys, whatever I'm giving you space. There's somebody pulled up behind me that they're honking. And I'm just like, <laughs> hold on. Like I did, you know, I, I couldn't do anything, but anyway, it's like a box truck left and then a semi pulled out and it's and it's like their day yeah it's like there's no way they're getting out and they're pit you could tell that they were getting frustrated because like i said they'd start going and then a car pulls out and so they slam on their brakes and it's just like it's like come on guys a dick and you know so having you guys talk about it all the time on the podcast it's like give these guys a wide berth like just give them room <laughs> to do what they need to do so yeah. well that's yeah, probably what like, i got out and shook your hand <laughs> pull up yeah definitely get a thumbs up wave something yeah, um, yeah, yeah. so many but one stretch of road i'm on quite a bit for whatever reason people like to cut cut trucks off on it and it's it's highway. It's seventy mile an hour, and they like, oh, I got to run the truck. I got to get over. Well, give me a car length or two, so I don't have to. But um, I was driving there. Was it Monday? Yeah, it was Monday. Driving along, look over. Here's like three ambulances, two fire trucks, and I lost count of squad cars. Jesus! Oh wow. Semi had gone down into the ditch and ended up on the driver's side. I believe, I want to say, it was full of potatoes. There was like produce something everywhere, but that truck was all smashed up, and I'm driving along and go, oh, that's got to suck. And not another couple hundred meters down in between the fire trucks and stuff, there was the Ford pickup that had the whole side caved in. And all I could think was in my mind was, I bet he cut the semi off. Yep. I mean, we're on a straight stretch of highway, decent roads, even though it's been nasty out. But, oh, what was it? Friday. Friday was starting to sleet and snow up in the Chicagoland area. And the amount of wrecks up there, I was rolling. It was like everywhere you went, there was wrecks. Why? Well, you're cutting off semis. They can't stop. They're going to run you over. Yep. Even empty. You're still not going to feel it. You're going to feel it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I can't smell fear, honey. (laughs) Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I was going to say, I just officially started my uh, little long break today. Sabbatical. Mm -hmm. Can find yourself. Yeah, I celebrated with waking up at 1030. It was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> when did you go to bed? Yeah, like two. Two. <laughs> so a good eight, eight hours sleep. Yeah, solid. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> but there's something to be said for waking up later in the day than, you know, crack of dawn. Yeah. 
whether you went to bed or at two or not. <laughs> I would have gone to bed earlier, but there was no chance of that. Yeah. that I've already like- thrown off my feet on my sleep schedule. I'm really good at that. <laughs> that was like, I think Saturday I slept in, but it was like I woke up, heard it was raining. It was overcast, so the sun wasn't out. So it was like, I'm just going to lay here a little longer. <laughs> My blankets are comfy. <laughs> See, it's cheap for me because... Whenever my fiance leaves, she lets the dogs in. So then they sleep by me and they won't move until I move. So <laughs> it just makes it harder to get out. Yeah. Yeah. I'll even and get Especially out. some of these colder mornings where it's mm-hmm. like you just peek out of the covers and it's just cold enough where you go, oh, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Get out of the back, like, oh, fuck. So, <laughs> nice little draft. Yeah. Better you got the heat blasting right at you. Like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> I don't, there's no happy in between except my bed. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, so soft and fluffy. Oh. Well, the days are officially getting longer. Hey, that's a plus. It is. I'm happy. Though I'm still on the thing of don't change time. Whichever one is, I don't know if it's legit now or the other. I always lose track. Whichever it is, leave it one way and just stop changing it. Yeah, do away with daylight savings. It's time. Yeah. It hasn't made sense for a long ass time. No. Well, it's like, oh, when you're. When you're up, you'll be, you know, you won't be, or whatever. It, it, the whole, the whole idea is, oh, you're not using power because there's natu- more natural light at this time of the day. Blah 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 bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say it throws off my sundial every time. <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin Franklin's a smart guy and all, but this is one thing he was an idiot about. Yeah, well, it was supposed to help the farmers out too, give them more daylight. But yeah, yeah, no, it's it's now, uh, now he could run a tractor off of a GPS. I don't think it really matters that much, <laughs> right? 24 well, 7 cities that never sleep. Yeah, it's well, and, and like a farmer needs everyone else's clocks to change to know, oh. I get up this time when the sun's up and work until sundown. And if that slides in any way, shape, or form, so be it. Right. It's like, like they're the smaller population. The sm- they're the minority now. <laughs> we're, we're recalibrating the entire country to account for that idea. I, yeah. I know it's not necessarily their fault, but it's that idea. And you're just like... Yeah. A- they got all the big floodlights. They got GPS. Hell, they even got robots running stuff now. Does a robot really need to have daylight savings time? Uh, no. <laughs> big combine Roomba. <laughs> that's, what it, <laughs> that's, that's what pops up in my head. <laughs> <laughs> 
And it has to be the cheap one, so it never makes the same path. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it bumps into shit. <laughs> Trying to go down Gets the stairs. Stuck. Yeah, it goes down stuck. in the ditch. <laughs> it's peeping again. You gotta get out and pull it. Oh man. <laughs> no. Runs out of batteries before it gets back to the charging station. Oh god. And this this was years ago talking about robotic combines. It was it was a call. 20, 20 years ago, so I, I'm sure it's advanced even more now. But I got to watch a guy on his laptop control four combines at the same time. Holy shit. Yep. And, and you're looking at it going, you're running all of these? Uh-huh. Watching all the numbers and all of the... Because they're all computerized now. It's not like, you know... You almost could put anybody in there and go, watch these numbers, so they'll do this. Yeah. And go. It's like, what do you need the human for at this point, except to drive down the road slow? Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. Not get over. Yeah. <laughs> that was a couple of weeks ago. Awesome. Pissed. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, how do you really feel about that? Oh, man. It's like there's this, you can get over. You got big fat tires. That's what the ditch is for. Get over, let the line of traffic go by. It's not hard. No. Yeah. Well, stupid is as stupid does. Well, talking about New Year stuff, we'll carry on from our last podcast even though it is, mm. when has the last time you've checked all your subscriptions? Yeah. <laughs> Look on TJ's <laughs> face is what most people, if you think about it, and, and I was thinking this was one of my deep thoughts the other day. It's like, how many subscriptions do I have and to what? Yeah. When's the last time I reviewed them? And are there any that I have? That I'm paying for stuff that I'm not using. Yeah, so yeah every once in a while I'll go through mine, but I, I, there's usually some that I think I'm going to use, and then I kind of forget about. Those are the ones I usually cut off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like cutting off the Netflix every once in a while, <laughs> <laughs> just to see if somebody says something. <laughs> <laughs> that way, when you get it back. It's it, you can get yeah, like a that, CJ. Deal. I'm gonna need you to reinstate that. <laughs> can I get your password again? Huh? <laughs> Be a donation for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work it off. I'll work it off. But yeah. To to our massive listener base, there's something to think about. What are you subscribed to that you could just because you don't well, think and about even it. just emails too? And I know we've talked oh, about this yeah. in another uh earlier podcast right it's so easy like to sign up for things in the name of supporting whatever cause whatever group whatever person whatever whatever um or maybe you got some benefit out out of it but you haven't now it just clogs up your email like that's another that's another kind of sub yep yeah doesn't cost you anything but you know it's just one of those things well it costs you time yeah, to clear out all that bullshit. Yeah. But so 
But yeah. it's like you don't really think about it. It's like $10 here, $15 there. But the next thing you have 20 subscriptions and wondering where $200 a month is going, two, 300 bucks or whatever. Or yeah, I was doing that. Like there's the other th- a flip is I got to renew one of mine for my internet and stuff. If I don't go in and talk to them, they double the price every year. So I got to go in every year and get the deal. So that's on my agenda to do this week. Yeah. It's, it's like, Oh, we've increased your speed. Now we'll charge you three times as much. Well, wait, well, you yeah. didn't come out and lay down different cable or different wire. You didn't do anything. So, so why does this cost me more? those are the ones when you delete it and then you come back and they give you the newbie price (laughs) yeah there's a lot of places that do that it's really fucking stupid if i'm there for three years why are you opening mine and giving them a cheaper deal right well because they're trying to get those new people because so many people don't look at all their subscriptions you know there there's another good point if you don't check them out how do you know they haven't raised them for you know in a legal way Comcast, your phone, your internet, your cable. Cable's horrible about it. They just keep adding charges until you go in there. And even when I used to have cable, it's like, well, I don't want to pay this much. Well, sir, this is, well, I'm going to cancel. Well, we can get you in on this deal over here. Oh, you mean, and that's even cheaper than what I was paying? Yes, sir. We'll treat you like a new customer. We'll, We'll do it this one time. For the last 20 years. Yeah. yeah. So. Because in the end, it's more important to keep the customer. Right. Oh, the yeah. income stream that you have than to have them go elsewhere. <clears throat> but yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I, I was thinking about that, but more just because I was going over money and finances. I need to recalibrate the budget and stuff. And some of it is I just got overloaded. <clears throat> was was a result of getting overloaded at one time of the month. So it's like all my bills are front loaded at the beginning of the month. And it's like, Oh, no wonder I'm getting hammered. It's like, I have enough money across the entire month, like month to month. I got more than enough money, but it's like, I get hammered at the beginning of the month. And, you know, then I think I'm good towards the end slash, but not thinking, you know, I got in that mindset where I wasn't really thinking ahead kind of thing. And so, um, but so it forced me to look at, okay, oh shit, I pay, can get rid of that. Haven't used that in a while or haven't this subscription or those, but that's a good reminder. It's like once, even if it's just once a year or once every six months, like it's good to just go through those things. Cause maybe you sign up for something and use it, but then either you don't need it anymore and you kind of forget about it or, or you just outright didn't use it or didn't use it how you thought you would or whatever. And next thing you know, like you said, <laughs> there's an extra $200 out the door and you're wondering where the fuck did that go? Cause I don't drink. I don't, I don't, you don't hold around don't hookers and blow like I, <laughs> I don't deal with that. It's legit. <laughs> I mean, I could understand if it was that. <laughs> it's a great subscription. Now. <laughs> Where did you find it? 
Yeah, there's a there's a movie called uh, Margin Call. It's a really good movie. It's uh, Kevin Spacey, Zachary Quinto, the guy who played Vision and Jarvis. I can't think of Paul Bettany, um, and a number of other Demi Moore. Like a number of it's a huge ensemble cast, and it's about um, basically the whole uh, housing mortgage bond okay crisis. But it's it's told from the vantage point of one firm and they realize that they're fucked. And so what do they do? It's just like the idea is like, these are just dudes making a decision, even though the larger context is sort of the collapse (laughs) of the economy and stuff. Um, But it's a really good, highly recommended. It's a good movie, good drama from that perspective. Um, And it's in English so people can follow it. From a financial, well, I mean, from a financial perspective, it doesn't get deep in the weeds. They, uh, anyway, there's a point in there where Paul Bettany's character, he makes like 2 million and they kind of talk about how much, like how ridiculous it is that these guys are making this much money. And they ask him how he, he you know, do you really make 2.2 million? He's like, yeah. He's like, what do you do with it? He's like, well, you learn to spend what's in your pocket. It's like just one of those things, you know, i I have a house that's, you know, $500,000 a year. I send, you know, so much money to my mom and dad. I I do, you know, set this money aside from savings. Okay. Well that still leaves like, you know, 400,000 or whatever kind of thing. He's like, well, you know, my accountant said that last year I spent 178,000 on hookers, <laughs> drugs, hookers, and whatever but mostly hookers or something like that. The number is ridiculous. Like it's it's like, you spent that much. He's like, yeah, but I could write it off as an entertainment expense. It turns out. (laughs) So it's just funny how that scene popped in my head when I said hookers and blow. It's It's all in how you write the report. (laughs) Yeah. But that's a good reminder to... Think about those things, be conscious about those things. Cause you know, how easy is it to sign up for something? Even especially if it's just, you know, a couple of dollars or five bucks a month or you know, some nominal amount that you that really in the whole scheme of things isn't, isn't a big deal. Yeah, but you add but, it up over yeah. Yeah, you add up all of them and then you're like, well, wait, what? You know, yeah. do you really need Hulu, Netflix, Amazon Prime, and whatever streaming services all at the same time? I mean, it depends on what you're watching. Some of them got the good stuff. Some of them have the other stuff. I was going to say Amazon Prime comes with the, what is it, the actual shopping. So that's what the only reason I have that in the first place. Right. I have, I have that for the shop, uh, free shipping over the thing. But it's still the whole thought of, do you really need HBO show? You know, if you start doing all the streaming services, do you, do you really need like nine? You might as well just go back to cable at that point. Well, you probably got to pay extra there too. Cable's cable's fucking expensive. It is. Like, and they put ads back on it. Was it the whole idea of cable not to have ads? I've never seen cable without ads. I think that's the thing people get all those streaming things. Is like I can watch all the things they have on cable, no ads. 
Yeah. See, I thought Cable, one of the early, early on, I thought Cable was supposed to be the reason it was so expensive was because it didn't have any ads on it. Yeah, there was, it was more local. I mean, on one level, it it's, it certainly wasn't national ads. Like you're watching local, local like, stuff. Yeah. Because right there's stations that were, whether it's TBS in Atlanta or WGN, right. But that's all local. Like those early days, I remember it's all Chicago advertising. There wasn't any national national advertising. <laughs> yeah. And so I think back then in, in some ways that was part of part of the deal that at least there wasn't, but now it's, or there wasn't as many or something. Yeah. But, but yeah, cable, I, it's always funny when those dudes walk around the neighborhood, it's like, Oh, it's like, you, you know, who's your, who do you use for your TV cable? It's like, I don't. <laughs> and then they go, Oh, well, have a nice day. Yeah. It's like they don't know what to do because they have nothing to sell me. It's like other than the internet. It's like I got internet. That's all I need. And yeah, faster internet. <laughs> no, but it's like uh but a while back, so when I first moved into the house, there's only one provider. And uh two, three years ago, two years ago maybe, they another provider moved in the same area, same speed, but like literally 30 bucks cheaper. Nice. I'm like, yes, I'm in. And so now like every once in a while, somebody will come around half the time. It's the same people I'm already with. So they'll ask and it's like, Oh, what do you got? You know? Oh, you guys. Oh, all right. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and then they move on. Um, the other half, it's the other guys, and it's like, oh, well, what what do you, you know, we can offer this. It's like, yeah, I have that, but can you give me their price? How much? Oh, no, we can't. <laughs> okay, then. Good talk. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, good talk, Russ. <laughs> good game, chap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that's, you, that's how I got my better internet at the last place. It was like twice as fast and 20 bucks less yeah. hell yeah because if you have the nuts that come to my door i'll let you at least talk to me i'm not gonna just uh, you know let you knock and not come Fuck to the door off. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. i i'm that guy i'm that guy <laughs> you come knock yeah, to the door that. if the kid doesn't answer it it's like yeah no no no. this is a no solicitation neighborhood yeah. not even yeah. supposed to be here if you're not a little cute Cub Scout or Girl Scout something type thing, it's Selling like cookies and yeah. snacks. Yeah, hmm. I enjoy listening to the pitch. Sometimes I'm not going to lie. Yeah, <laughs> are these made with real Girl Scouts? <laughs> what about the brownies? <laughs> uh, but. Uh, and maybe more broadly related to this topic too is right think about how how we mindlessly spend money on on stuff you know like you said on a cup of coffee i I don't do that anymore it's rare that i go to a coffee place it's even rare that i go to a bar (laughs) it's like um and so cigar shops a bar 
True. But <laughs> rare but, my ass. <laughs> it's been rarer. <laughs> <laughs> We're just talking bars in oh. general, CJ. Oh, okay. Not the yeah. cigar bar where you can get a drink along with bar and have conversation and oh, you can have a conversation at a bar you just got to yell louder <laughs> <laughs> but that's you know, what you saw like going to the silent disco everybody's got headphones listening to music you can just have a normal conversation, conversation. you take them off <laughs> a silent what? disco you never heard of these no, no. it's just the kids like do these days yeah they're a big thing so pretty much uh, they'll have three djs playing music and you have headphones that have three channels and you can switch to a channel you know it's got music playing and that's pretty much how it is but if you're not wearing them dead silent except the people that are like trying to sing it but they don't know the words exactly <laughs> <laughs> so you get to hear that clear as day yeah. <laughs> it's Wait, fucking so- hilarious so that doesn't sound like socializing or anything why would you go to a place for that might as well just stay home it's it's like a like a club where you dance and stuff that kind of stuff everyone's dancing with headsets on yeah just because you have the headsets on doesn't mean you're not having a good time Mm. okay it's a a millennial thing (laughs) it must be i us, I'm, us olds wouldn't get it. I'm. I, it's not my thing. I, just, I always, I always appreciate. Yeah, but it you know my, about it, and you because you there. could just have a conversation. You know who I'm getting married to? Well, yeah, yeah. but still, no, there's yeah. no stillness. <laughs> <laughs> See, well, we always, me and my buddy Kyle, who don't really like the loud music of these places, we were like, "Fuck yeah, let's go!" So then we'll go to the bar. Just drink and have a hey, conversation. Can, yeah, yeah, we yeah. can hear everything clear as day. It's not like when you're in the actual bar and they're blasting music, and you have to yell. You got two people that are hard of hearing. It's like, <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> and I'm not somebody that really likes yeah, talking and over music that shit. Places are so loud that you lose even more hearing, <laughs> let alone the fact that you lose your voice in just having a conversation. Yeah. Never understood why bars like to crank it up so loud where you can't talk. It's like, yeah, yeah. That's that's another rant. Bad See, we're the... doing grind your gears tonight, CJ. That's what <laughs> yeah, we're doing. We got to grind your gears. Apparently, <laughs> you know. Honestly, I always felt bad for the bartenders. I mean, shit, you got drunk people slurring over that music. As a bartender, yeah, but they can pour them whatever, right? and it doesn't matter. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, the alcohol's yeah. just flowing. Yeah, it's just flowing. Yeah. So well, they. I mean, at least I know when I get the wrong fucking drink. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but, but you're not falling right? down slurring. Yeah, no, I'm probably still slurring. <laughs> <laughs> My mumble with the slur. I can only imagine how terrible that is. <laughs> When CJ's words are all the same, that's when you, you know. know. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. Oh, what huh. else do we have? Okay. The next thing. And for our listeners, if you did not know this, I think Jimmy G has stated at some point that oh my God, I myself go. am about a 6'2", give or take a little bit. I'm a fairly tall guy. 
my other compatriots here are not quite as tall as me. In fact, we're average. average. Uh, CJ is average. CJ's average. Yeah. Jimmy G's a little shorter. Well, I say a little, a lot. All right. Get over the shots. Tell us what you're really fucking saying. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Well, I walk in and, and it's at this one little like quick truck stop. And I went in and I go to take a piss. And I swear I could have rested my balls <laughs> on my oh urinal and taken a piss. They were so high. So my question is, have you ever oh, walked wow. into a place where the urinals and like you looked at the like the adult size high higher ones and you went over to the kitty one because they were too tall for you? I always go to the short one so I don't put my dick in the water. <laughs> the one specifically designed for big dick energy. That's the ones you go to. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. So you no, but I have used the little ones. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay. So, but I do really not like those ones that go all the way to the floor. Oh, the, the like super tall, the Florida. Yeah, like, Florida, your fucking tits height. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like pissing on the I floor. I haven't seen and a there's lot always of those. splash. There's always splash <laughs> right on your shoes. Like, I mean, why? I, I guess there's a few gas stations I've seen that in, but those are becoming rare. If you get a quick star, they have them. Oh, okay. Yeah, They're there's probably coming. still a few that, yeah. Overseas, yeah, those are really popular. Don't but don't you have to shit in the fl- like in the hole in the floor there? Yeah, some places. In some places, that. yeah, yeah. Not everybody. But yeah, that's I. I can't say as I've come across that where they've been so super high that even as an adult, that you couldn't you couldn't you feel it. like a little kid and can't. Reach I really, it. I I was thinking of you though, but Jimmy that's G. that's was, impressive. If it's that high for you, that's, it's that that's, high for me. So, so you're telling I'm me like, I got to pee up. Yeah. <laughs> you'd have to piss off i just get this image you know we've all seen it right this little kid even in the short <laughs> short one disabled but he's like two or three or four however old but he's hey, trying to... his ankles <laughs> <laughs> that's i get the image of nate doing, <laughs> doing that shit for me i would be that little kid at, the, at whatever rest out or gas station that yeah. that was at truck stop have my pants around my ankles and trying to on my tippy toes. Trying to, I think I've been to a place I had to go on my tippy toes just to piss in there. Really? <laughs> was yeah, it was, a long I eighty? It well, fuck! I can only imagine it probably was. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, see, CJ probably could easily if on one of his trips stop in and verify this and. Yep. Secrets. I don't know if I've talked about this, but the <laughs> this has nothing to do with it. But there's what is it in s- some southern states? No, it's like in rural areas, they got signs that you're not supposed to like stand and squat on the toilet. <laughs> there's literally a sign on it. <laughs> Somebody's standing on the seat and squatting down to the toilet. Ooh. says no and then it shows somebody taking a shit normally and it said yes <laughs> <laughs> we saw i have not whole... seen that kind of a sign was that the bathroom in yeah. the bathroom in the we bathroom. were at in alabama 
<laughs> they probably did it there. <laughs> I got to see if I can find. I have a picture of it. <laughs> Are you sure it's not a joke, or have you actually seen? No, it's this? a. Uh, my Allie asked some people. I guess she said something about it. Oh, she put it on her in, on her uh, Snapchat story, and some, she didn't. She thought it was a joke because we thought it was a joke. We were laughing the whole time. We saw it in Montana, all the way down to Utah, and I guess that. They have a yep. I found the picture. Um, I guess it's a like I don't really know. Some people like it's just a normal thing for them to do. You can't really see it. Yeah, yeah. that's not going to work. You probably have important information on there too. Not really. <laughs> but I I think I know what you're talking about. But I it's like I don't know what. Well, you do have squatters. A lot of other countries do squat, so I wonder if they're yelling at them or I mean, that could be. Yeah. They have a warning label on preparation age that says "do not take orally." So, I mean, if there's not a sign, <laughs> exactly. Oh, I mean, where was you know, I? no, you always see those signs that say "no shirt, no shoes, no service." What about pants? Yeah, exactly. Where was I mean, I? pants are implied, but I can't even remember where I was at. But when it said there isn't a sign for something, this town went overboard. <laughs> like uh, you drive along the street and there's like 50 signs telling you what you can and cannot do. And I'm yeah. like, holy crap. It's whoever the mayor was or the city council or whatever went well. They said, you know, where's the sign? Let's put one up. And they did. There's so many. It's like a fence row. It's like they made uh, made a bunch of signs just for like dudes that like the jackass guys. Yeah. <laughs> Here are all the things. Like, don't, there's a sign for everything because we know you fuckers are gonna think of some stupid. You're probably shit just giving do. them ideas. <laughs> they didn't, they weren't thinking about it until you put a fucking sign about it. I know. Oh, I put the sign in the podcast chat. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I don't know why. Was real thing. There was a. That one wasn't like everywhere in a uh, Yellowstone and a Zion everywhere. Where? Like even in public, like not just like side pull off, go to the bathroom. They have them. It was like in restaurants and stuff. It was everywhere. Where? Well, it might be a thing there. So did think so, but now you know that it's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can see areas with like high foreigner rates, touristy types, it being a thing. I wonder what's the problem. What's the problem with it? You know, something happened in the toilet. You know, something happened and they either sued or was trying to get them to pay medical expense or something. Like, (laughs) you know, stepping in their shit. They they didn't have the, um, what's your little step thing called? Squatty Squatty potty. Yeah. They didn't have the squatty potty, so they weren't stable on there. Where if they were, they'd been stable, they'd been okay. Use code BDE for ten percent off. <laughs> <laughs> Affiliate link will be in the description. 
these days. I'm getting it. <laughs> you got to take a naked picture on it, though, to get. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was that bodybuilder? Nick Walker. Nick Walker. Literally yeah. after he put that picture up, he got sponsored by him. Yep. That's amazing. That picture was awesome, though. I couldn't stop laughing. The mutant. Five, no, seven, God, 300 pounds taking a shit and got sponsored for it. <laughs> hey, sometimes. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Shit happens. <laughs> You're welcome. Now it's easier with a squatty potty. You know, the owner, though, was looking at that and went, we need him. Whatever you got to do. Get him. Get him. Yeah. That's yes. <laughs> Does he have to wear like their logo on his posing trunks? <laughs> if there was room, probably. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say if they tried doing like some kind of advertisement on their posing trunks, they wouldn't get much. Yeah. Guessing those would be wasted advertising dollars. It's not like a NASCAR where, you know, lots of camera time with whatever logo on the car. Yeah. Yeah. That would be funny. Well, and speaking of, it's interesting. Like, there's, speaking of not just urinal hype but right there's sometimes you go in a place and there's urinals sometimes it's just a toilet sometimes it's that trough and whether it's that metal metal trough or sometimes it's those ceramic you know try and pretty it up a little bit but it's still a fucking trough I remember the first time I went into a place and they had a trough I just looked at them like there's no way (laughs) You know, the only place I can think of is camping. Really? Camping or, or state parks. I can't remember any other place that had it's <sighs> they so the still got them out time, by you. Um uh, it's rare. Okay. Um, it's it's usually anymore it is like parks, camping grounds, those sorts of things. Thanks. For the longest time, um Rosenblatt Stadium here, which uh oh, was okay. home of the college world series. It was old enough where it still had them. And so you'd walk into a bath, like every bathroom had one. And, you know, that's been gone for what, about 10 years now. But, um, but it seems like yesterday, like you walk in there. It's like, well, I was trying to picture where the last one I saw a trough is. And I'm like, well, that'd probably be out at the campground. Campground, and you still see them. I think the the old Viking stadium had one. More than likely, stadiums were mo- yeah, a lot would of stadiums. A, yeah, would, yeah, would have had them. All the drunk yeah, guys the, coming down to take I, a quick I, piss. I, I waited for the fucking stall. I'm like, there's yeah, no yeah, chance. Yeah, fuck that shit. Uh, yeah. It's nothing like being shoulder to shoulder, <laughs> just standing there. Yeah, nice dick. Not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you're looking around or anything, but. There's got to be a gawker in there. Come oh, on. there's always is, but still, you don't have to be the gawker. <laughs> yeah. Looking at my dick, stop looking at it. <laughs> it's not much different than a urinal if they don't have like the little boards put up or anything. See, I don't, I don't like that shit. 
Oh, see, there's I'm a, the millennial. I'm a privacy bathroom guy. <laughs> yeah, they probably you probably had private showers and everything in school too. Didn't I did you not. No, they had open no, and and every single bathroom, every stall did not have a door. Yeah, a door. Oh, okay. I never understood why they did that. Like, what am I going to be doing? Meth in the fucking bathroom seat like smoking well that's funny because we had stall doors but we had open showers we had open Uh, showers and no stall doors same yeah uh maybe we had doors on some of them but but in the boys locker room and girls yeah it's just wide open yeah that's the thing about drum court like you you get over that shit quickly because it's like, look, I got to do a thing. I like fuck off. But it, it, there are times where it sucks, like where the toilet, it feels like the toilet might as well be in the middle of the gym is what it <laughs> feels like because it's in a high traffic area. Like there's been a couple schools where I'd stayed at, you know, and it's like rural America. So, you know, whatever, they're smaller schools anyway, whatever. They don't need a lot of bathrooms. So it's like a toilet next to the sink. But it's like right out in the open. Like I said, it might as well be in the middle of the gymnasium. Is that's what it feels like? And nobody looks cool with their pants around their ankles. Like it doesn't. It's cute if you're a little kid trying to go to the bathroom, but beyond that, like nobody <laughs> yeah. looks cool. Like it's like, hey, I... <laughs> and of course, always someone wants to have a conversation <laughs> yes. with you. Yeah. Well, in one school, I forget where it was, but in one school, like literally it was toilet in the bathroom. So guys would be sitting there, like whether they're shaving or brushing their teeth. And you're just like, hey, like you said, and they just want to have a conference like. Or when they come in and it's dead quiet and your fucking shit hits the water and they start laughing and your butthole kind of puckers up a little bit. It was a big one. See, I was the guy. I, I was the guy that would be like, "Oh no, that felt good." <laughs> you know, it's like you might as well say something. Well, and that's what always made. So when you came back home, like there's the post tour dump where you you're finally at a place, like especially being back home, and it's like you're in heaven it's like there's toilet paper there's a door i can lock it it's you know it's not just like concrete floor and you know whatever locker you know high school locker room so it's uh and it's one of those things you like and maybe you experience this too being in the military and sort of stuff so when you actually get to facility like legit even if it's a hotel or whatever it's like oh my god like even camping right you go camping and after a while you're like ah Oh, this God. is so nice to be back in civilization, whatever that started. is. Yeah. <laughs> pretty sure <laughs> about that. I'm pretty sure their toilet paper in these terrible ass bathrooms that we were in gave me hemorrhoids. Because <laughs> <laughs> so I had to wipe so much. One their, ply. Uh, like I thought that the toilet paper and porta potties was bad. This made that look like fucking heaven. <laughs> I remember there was one time I'm in there. I'm like, I'm never coming out. It's just smearing it. <laughs> Your butthole's raw. You just keep wiping. You're not sure if it's blood or shit at that point. You're just <laughs> just want to fuck. Why don't they just put in bidets and save us all time? 
<laughs> they'd have to have, they have to run water, which they don't have there. Yeah, run in front. Yeah. The, they had a fucking stream right next. So I'll just wipe my ass in there. <laughs> if there was like not a, like a whole bunch of families right next, I probably would have done it. <laughs> it was it's awesome. It was not awesome. awesome. And they stink so bad. It's awesome because it didn't happen to me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't go to national parks. Go to the state. Uh, the state ones actually have nice facilities. These Most ones. of the time. Comparatively, yeah. by a yeah, mile. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your mileage may vary, but... <laughs> Yeah. After, after that, but it I makes realized. you appreciate a bathroom, like a legit bathroom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, think I almost like shit. toilet paper, though. You can have a shitty bathroom if you have good toilet paper. Mm. Yeah, yeah there's guys on tour that would bring their own. Yeah, it, it, it changes the whole dynamic. Yeah, I'm right with CJ when it's just smearing and it's like. But it, it, it makes me, it always makes me Long wonder, ass like, that cheap ass, yeah, those cheap ass, that cheap, like real super cheap ass toilet paper. It's like, who, <laughs> like, why make it? Why even? <laughs> That's a half a why. step from like 5,000 grit sandpaper. Yeah. Oh, it might as yep. well be. <laughs> exactly. Wipe enough times. It feels like it. Yeah. I, I will I will say for the record, I've lost a few pairs of socks due to <laughs> horrible Fair. toilet paper. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. It's I like I lost a idea. shirt. <laughs> did you go in with a shirt? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <I did. laughs> yeah, well, that was kind of it. It's like he left and then he came back, and we we're all like, something's different. Don't know what it is. And he wasn't saying anything. <laughs> he, he wasn't going to say a word. And is just like, finally, somebody, you don't have a shirt. <laughs> when you left, you had a shirt. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I went to go to the bathroom. But the bathroom was locked. And so I just ended up copping a squat and had to use something to wipe and Wait, didn't use his socks first? No, because it was in drum corps and we needed that to be running around on the field. <laughs> uh, that's my assumption. That's my assumption. Shirt goes first. Shirt goes first. Because it was probably easiest to take off because he's already squatting and he couldn't <laughs> take off his shoes and his socks just to do that. So it's like, Screw it! I'll take. Well, off really, the, the first thing to go is underwear. Uh, Underwear's first to go. Sure, sure, I, can, sure I couldn't go underwear list if I'm wearing jeans. Always, I don't think. No, I couldn't. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah, but if you needed to, like, you know, stop alongside the highway and pick an item, underwear's an easy one. Yeah. Just to work, it it it, it's in a shitty situation to begin with. (laughs) So (laughs) you're already gonna be pissed off, you know. (sighs) Come back to the car and you're just wearing shorts. (laughs) (laughs) What happened? It was messy. 
And this, folks, is the value add that we provide. Hey, you get in the situation, you need to know what to do. (laughs) There we go. How does how do um shit in the woods? It's a great book. Hey, I just realized we didn't do uh, our Uh, ad reads. Our ad reads. Well, we'll do a mid 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 uh, mid podcast. We'll we'll do a commercial in the middle of the podcast. They do it in fucking Joe Rogan. Yeah, there you go. So, are you gonna do them in your sexy radio voice? There you go. Knock them out. All, all, what do we got? Three. So this podcast is brought to you by Barbaric Soap. Get savagely clean with Barbaric Soap. Uh, and also, um, is it Smith Homestead? Yep. So Padre. Smith. Hyphen. Smith. Smith hyphen homestead.com. Uh, it's Padre. He's been on the podcast and written a number of articles for BR and solid dude. So, you know, support. He's been a solid, solid man on the podcast and all of that sort of stuff. And gentleman farmer and he's doing a good thing. So support him. Also deep chatter, Cody chapel chapel uh, and uh, has some good merch been on podcasts and did he write some stuff too for br no oh Chat fucking with them all on and off yeah. <laughs> but he's been on the podcast so that's worth something so give him a shout out uh help him out and obviously you can find podcasts and all kinds of other articles and related stuff on barbarianrhetoric.com and now back to our regular program Oh, scheduled. Scheduled programming. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next time, we'll get it. One of these times, we'll get the ad reads, right? The whole thing was pre-recorded, too. That makes it even better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just drop it in. Boy, we should, we should do that. Probably like a well-oiled Marine. Yeah, just yes. press a button to have that stuff play. Can we get the sexy voice? Well, you can't hear the sexy voice at the beginning of that. No. I don't know how to capture that. We could. Well, we'll figure something out. We'll yeah. we'll get this. We'll talk to the intern. We'll get, yep, this we'll get the out. intern to figure it out. All right. Now that we're back, who <laughs> is someone? You, you don't come to this uh, podcast because it's polished and overproduced. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> Unreal is how we like it. Yeah. <laughs> Raw dog in this shit. <laughs> And now sponsored by, <laughs> and we lost all our sponsors. <laughs> it's all right. Oh no, our sponsors are just laughing. Yeah, so they're good sports. Okay, no cancel culture here. <laughs> <laughs> That's the official barbaric response. If anyone tries canceling us, we're just going to play. <laughs> Nate going. Oh, 
Uh, sorry, you were going to read the next topic. I'm so glad I came on this podcast tonight. Yeah. I needed this. <laughs> All right. Who is someone, not a Marvel character, worthy of lifting Thor's hammer? Yeah, I forget where I came across this, but I thought this was an interesting <laughs> question. Someone not. So we're you know, talking I think like was, real life people. Well, I think the original who wherever I saw this was talking about like not a like a more of a okay, not Marvel but DC characters. But I just thought it'd be good to say who do who are people like maybe we stick to characters. It could be people up for all I care, but just who, who would be worthy pick to up pick Thor's up Thor's hammer? Who would be worthy to pick up Thor's hammer that what isn't was Thor. the whole thing behind Thor's hammer? I haven't read that one in a while. So the whole um, you had certain conditions, didn't you? Yeah, you had to be. It's like who, whosoever is worthy shall have the power of Thor, and you know some of it was to humble. I think the original idea was that Thor was such an arrogant ass, and he was at least in the mythology that's. I don't know how, if this is like lore accurate from that perspective, but from a Marvel comics lore, right? The, you know, Thor, when Thor was created or birthed or whatever, the idea was somebody who was as mighty as Asgard, you know, had, was, and there's, there's some things that go with that. But as a result of that, he was an arrogant ass, right? He's strong, he's powerful, he's, whatever and wields all this power odin got pissed off at him and said you need to learn to be humble so i'm going to take all the things that you think you know basically your power away from you so you're nothing and the idea was he had to prove himself worthy were he to prove himself worthy he he could get it back and he ended up doing that and i think some of that was an alter ego thing kind of like Superman versus and Clark Kent or Batman versus, you know, and uh, Bruce Wayne, there's some ties in there too, or some other bullshit behind that. But that's just the idea. It's like, you had to be somebody who's worthy of wielding that power. Somebody who would be, you know, sort of a benevolent King or, you know, at least it's not all war and aggression and all warrior, no king, no lover or King kind of thing. Right. And in the comics, there's like one other alien person well, I, who can become Thor. But yeah, in the movies, didn't they have like somebody else pick it up too? Captain the last America almost did. Well, well they did the, very... the last, but they uh, kind of hinted at it early on. Yeah, but he was the only Captain America is the only one. Officially in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that picked it up until the next movie, because I think it's his girlfriend that becomes Thor. No, I thought it was some dude, H. Ultron or some some robotic looking guy. I haven't watched him. I see clips now and then. Not in the not in the movies. Uh, In the comics, there is another guy. He's more of an alien and he but he doesn't look like a he's a humanoid, but he's not human. Okay, so it's some kind of version of Thor. Yeah, yeah. Beta Ray Bill. Okay. 
is what he's known as. But, you know, I was just thinking about movie characters, um, you know, who would who would be worthy of, you know, Mr. T. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking the 18th, the 18th, I can't yeah. B.A. Baracus. He would be one to pick up Thor's hammer. John Wick. You think? (laughs) Probably not. Probably Neo, though. I don't know. I'd pick John Wick over Neo. Well, John, well, I think John Wick, after a while, I kind of lost it. Because is there really stipulations to it? You just got to be true or something? I, that's a good question. I, I'm. I was trying to find an actual. Well, the fact that they showed that like, Captain America was like the only person really to be able to hold it in the movies, it just shows that like mm-hmm. you had to be like, I don't know, perfect. I was trying to figure out where it actually spelled it out. Yeah, it's like, well, those who are deemed worthy. Well, wh- what was the actual line, though? Oh, Groot was supposed to be able to lift Thor's hammer. Hmm. Is there silence as we're all looking this up? Uh, it's probably has to do with, like, um, selflessness. Yeah, because Groot tried to, what, he saved everybody. He gave himself up. Yeah. Of course, there's nothing on there. Hmm. Who else? Who would be selfless enough? Hmm. I think generally speaking, it's right. Your your that worthiness is doing good for others, right? It's not a selfish like seeking glory for yourself. It's doing it for in the name of or for others. I would say any Medal of Honor winners. Ooh, which that list should probably be longer, but eh, we'll just go with the guys that have been. Legitimately, or Forrest Gump. at least have it been. <laughs> Forrest Gump, really? Fuck yeah! You know that he never did anything for himself. No, that's true. Even I was going to say, go back to the war. He didn't care about himself. He cared about Bubba. That's true. And he saved all the people trying to say, Bubba. Could you see Forrest Gump with Thor's hammer? Fucking <laughs> wow. hey, I could. <laughs> that should be a movie. There, they need a new movie idea. Let's do a little cross. Bring back uh, Forrest Gump and let him find Thor's hammer. Or pick it up. Just have Forrest Gump running along and like in the middle of nowhere go, what's this? And pick up (laughs) Thor's hammer. Just takes it home. (laughs) (laughs) That should be a clip in a Marvel movie right there. Uh, yeah, that's 
trying to think who I'm trying to think of actual actual people that yeah Medal of Honor winners you know someone along that lines that did selfless acts but a lot of those guys probably weren't selfless on their entire lives but well, I mean that that's kind of like the thing that's the thing with actual humans we're not completely selfless yeah. there's always a little bit of a you know greed or whatever things aren't always driven by you know because we're not perfect that's the part about being human what about why, White? well she's dead now she can't live shit yeah. <laughs> well and i mean if you think about it too right it's like um if you look at uh so captain america if we're you know using but he wasn't always able to pick it up no yeah so is it it's so because he did things in world war ii i mean and they even hinted this in the second is it the second captain america the winter soldier one where he's like look yeah we did some in world war ii we did some bad stuff that we're not proud of but we did it so that others could be free but this wasn't you know, we had to do shit over there so that everyone else could be free and all that sort of stuff. So even then it's still, you know, there's still a higher purpose. So it either means that you can do enough things over the course of his life to eventually be become worthy of it. Or does that mean part of what he did even back then, even morally questionable, but in in the aggregate is still somehow. I think worthy. it's more of a lifetime accumulation, because if you didn't do that, then Thor would never be able to pick the hammer up. So it's, yeah, yeah, it's like you have to become worthy over time. So yeah. Thor's been alive for how many years? So he had a little bit of time to do it. That's true. He wasn't frozen for <laughs> for fucking millennia. So yeah, but but yeah, who would be? But my point is, right, there is some question, like, there is some question to some of the things that uh, Captain America did. And like we've talked about before, you know, sometimes morality kind of goes out the window, like if you're protecting your family or, you know, some some of those sorts of things. So that doesn't necessarily it may there may be things that seem morally wrong to uh, to out people looking outside. But in reality, it was maybe not a, a morally wrong is it really morally wrong kind of thing right so anyway that's my only point of bringing that up is that you know there is some fuzziness there so doesn't mean you can't have a anyone who is flawed or had some flaw that may not i mean i think one of the when i read this original question one of the first answers was superman right Really? Kind of thing. <clears throat> well, I think Superman could pick it up. Just, I think I, I don't old think school, he's self, old school Superman. Truth, justice, in the American way. Maybe I'm not. I don't know that I necessarily agree with that, but I think that's where people were. You know, they were trying to think of. Oh, okay, characters that were. Batman probably wouldn't be that somebody who could pick oh, it up. The caveman from Hanna Barbera. <laughs> I know exactly. Captain Caveman. Uh-huh. Yes. 
he'd probably keep it in, in his beard. <laughs> and for oh our listeners, CJ's got that you old fucks look on his face because he has no idea what we're talking about. Uh, nope. Captain Caveman. Stuff you missed out on. Yeah. It's probably all banned now because of that time. So inappropriate in a lot of ways. Yeah. Or the shark. I can't think of the shark's name, though. Remember the dune buggy? It was the shark. Oh, yep. I had a lunchbox with that shark. Shark. <sighs> Jabberjaws? Yes. 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 Jabberjaws. I could see him way back. I know. That's a very. There, uh, there'll be a small group of people, which yeah. is most of what our listeners are, that will get those references. How old are you, CJ? 30. So if you're 31 or younger, you will not probably know. That is, unless your parents forced you to watch such cultural, cultural reference. Oh, you're probably if you're 40 and younger, you wouldn't even know. Maybe (laughs) the land of the lost. Oh God! (laughs) All right, moving along. So. I don't I can't I mean I think we'll go down memory lane way too far and CJ will fall asleep on us. So we might as well since he's Any already people about worthy taking a nap. Oh okay. Any other one the people? hammer? One last go C- at it. I had my pick. Who do you have, CJ? Your hero, Johnny Bravo. There's no fucking chance he would be able to. <laughs> How about fucking selfish as shit? Uh, trying to think. It's yeah. tough. I think the Blue Beetle. Mm. I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Blue Beetle. No, no, I'm I'm the clueless one. He's a DC character. Um, Winnie the Pooh. (laughs) How about Linus? He's a glutton, first of all. Yeah, Linus from Charlie Brown. Who? Linus. Not Charlie Brown, but Linus. Linus. They're not the same person. (laughs) <laughs> well it certainly wouldn't be Lucy or Sally what about Pigpen yeah, maybe I, I could see Pigpen yeah so I know Charlie Brown you son of a bitch I know I know <laughs> why wouldn't you know it's, Charlie Brown yeah I know. he was acting like I didn't no that's oh. not that's not what I was <laughs> blind <laughs> yeah, I was certainly was not implying that. Um, I don't know. Be funny to see Snoopy with it. <laughs> oh, Joe Cool. 
or the pilot, him as the pilot of the Sopwith camel against the Red Baron. Uh, yeah, you're right. We can go down memory lane on this so easy. Daisy Duke. <laughs> no, but be cool to see her in a Vite Queen outfit. Yeah. Hulk Hogan, Rey Mysterio. Mysterio. <laughs> John Cena? Oh, Cena might be able to. Kind of looks like he would be a Thor character, even though they made it. <laughs> oh my God. What? Dickhead? what was he? No, yeah, this in the new movie. Oh, what he peace, peacekeeper? Peacemaker? Peacekeeper? Whatever. He's, <laughs> he's fucking hilarious in that movie. And he's totally. Not a good guy. <laughs> I'm, I was so happy because we actually got a heel John Cena. Oh, um, yeah, that's yeah. true. All right. Just shows what the WWE wasted. It could have. If they could have made some of dicks. <laughs> or dildos. That was I dicks. Eat the- was it dicks? <laughs> yes. I, could- I would have every single one. <laughs> All right. All right. Our final question for tonight. <laughs> what is philosophy? Dun, 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 dun. And here's where CJ gets his little pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Falls asleep. Falls asleep. And Jimmy G is going to talk in a nice, calm voice to the rest of you. (laughs) (sighs) We should read like the actual definition first, right? So if anyone doesn't know. Yeah. I'm curious. Philosophy is the study of general and fundamental problems concerning matters such as existence, knowledge, values, reason, mind, and language. Term was probably coined by Pythagoras. Yes, that Pythagoras. Theum? Was it Pythagor- <laughs> Pythagor- Pythagorean <laughs> theorem? There we go. And in his cult, or like of, of his followers, like he couldn't eat beans. They give you gas. Flatulence was bad. Um, they were fucked. Classical, classic philosophical questions include: Is it possible to know anything and to prove it? What is most real? However, philosophers might also pose more practical and concrete questions, such as: Is there a best way to live? Is it better to be just or unjust? Do humans have free will? Etc. Uh, what was the other one? There's philosophy oh. itself quite literally means the love of wisdom. Yeah. Questions are awful, often posed as problems to be studied or resolved. See, yes. this whole podcast is philosophy. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's just we have one person with a degree in it and two that have just degrees in BS. <laughs> so all three of us have a BS degree, just yep. different angles. 
mine's actually a BA, but whatever. Wow. That's why you can shit talk more than anybody else. Yep. <laughs> that, that's yes. Mm-hmm. I can make my point sound better. That's <laughs> my degree. Because it's <laughs> more loaded with bullshit than yours. <laughs> I paid for my bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and see that? Too. See that right up there? <laughs> I got it fucking framed. <laughs> I have it somewhere. I don't know where it's at. You it's certainly frame? not framed, and it's uh, not posted on the wall anywhere. Remember, when I, I the philosophy, the degree was more because I, I took it because it was interesting, and at the time, I was more worried about if I dropped out, I'd never go back. And, uh, you know, back then uh, when I was 20 or 19, 20, like whatever, um, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And, you know, I probably knowing what I know now probably would have been fine if I didn't go to school, but back then that I was worried about that. So, I was, I just wanted to get through it. So philosophy was something that interested me. I took a couple classes that, and it's like, okay, I think I'm going to do this. And that's what ultimately helped get me through. It wasn't that I gave a shit about major in philosophy. It's like, I just need the degree. Cause back then that was. That's all you really needed was the degree. Yeah, exactly. And nowadays you need a degree in something because. Of all those degrees back then, that 12 years of experience. <laughs> well, and, and well, it's interesting nowadays. It, so it went from just like, cause my, my mom went to college, but in the Philippines and she was a teacher and not that those colleges there don't count, but you know, that was a, you know, she was, this was in the fifties, six, like early sixties. When she went to college by the time and my dad didn't go, he tried going to night school much later in life, but he got bogged down with that and said, screw that. And then he ended up getting promoted anyway. So it's like, you know, at that point he was good, but it was a big deal for me to go to college and get a degree. And back then that was kind of the talk, right? You don't, it almost doesn't matter that you have a college, but you need, you know, college degree is important to get a job and yada, yada. Well, even after sometime after that, then it became, well, you don't just need an undergrad, you need a master's in something. So it's like, you need an undergrad, but then you also need like, to your point, Nate, you need a master's in something. And it's almost getting to the point now where you need to have a doctorate in some things. And it's like, this is just stupid bullshit to keep people in the machine to kind of churn all that stuff out. And then, and now, and then corporations are going back to, we need experience. Yeah. We, we don't really care what degree you have unless yep. it's specific for what we need. It's almost worse yep. if you have a degree now because then you have learning and with somebody else, not in that exact field. So they got to reteach you everything. They can't start from scratch. They have to delete everything that you know, and then they got to reteach you. So they see that as kind of a problem. Hindrance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and- Unless you're like an electrical engineer. Or a bridge builder. Well, you're or talking some, about trades. Yeah. You're, well, but you're at that engineering level that, hey, this stuff really hasn't changed in the last thousand years. Yeah, it's still so it's the something same that can be taught to the next generation going through yeah. school. 
You're not yeah, going structural to... engineering is structural engineering. Electrical engineering is electrical engineering. Yeah. Even chemical engineering is chemical <laughs> engineering. You know, if it's, yeah. but yeah. So that's that's kind of where I was at when, you know, to get to get me to a degree. But philosophy itself, there's there's a, uh, and you know, like I said, if I knew now what I know then, I wouldn't have. You know, things are right. completely different. So. But that was the context sure. in which I ended up getting that. Well, maybe not. But that was the context in which I got, you know, I ended up getting a degree just to get out. And so it wasn't about getting great grades and all that. I just needed to get through. Um, looking back, I should have taken the time off because then at some point I could have gone back later if it really, if I really wanted to. Um, but I doubt that, you know, doubt that would be the case be one of those where i'd be like bobby axelrod and you're giving me an honorary degree degree those are the best <laughs> best there you kind. go but well and one thing too like that's going back to your point about teaching you things and then you have to unlearn all the shit you learn like they even made me think of a line in billions where the lawyers are talking like uh anyway there's like you know why basically the conversation was around what you, I, why didn't I tell you that once you became a lawyer, what r really a, being a lawyer is versus what it's like in the classroom are two different things. Like, no, I like, how do you prepare for anybody for the fact that life is different than classroom kind of thing, you know? So, um, or how do you teach this, the shit that goes on in the streets kind of thing in a classroom setting kind of thing. You just kind of need to do it. Here's one for you. We don't even have to talk philosophy or law. This is mechanics. We had an Ellison transmission class and in class, all the gears were color coded. So you could take them apart, put it together that way to help you learn the gears. You knew which ones, what, right? Makes sense. Yeah. Color coding helps little kids out. That's basically what mechanics are, just big kids. A guy went, took the class, graduated, blah, 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 got to his first job, and it was working at an Alice, Alice in Transmission Shop. He was hired because he was the ace. He aced that class. He did everything. He opened up the first Alice in Transmission, and then he didn't know what to do. It's not color-coded. <laughs> Because it's not color coded, he turned around and sued the school for oh. teaching him improperly. There you go. Did because, he win? yeah, what was that, CJ? Did he win? Yeah, he won. That's all that matters. Yeah, he ended up winning, and he, you know he got his schooling paid for. But he basically turned around, so. But yeah, the ace in the class ended up couldn't do a transmission to save his life. And the C students all were like ace transmission students. So it's, yeah. D's are for degrees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a number of branches going back to philosophy. There's a number of branches of philosophy. Metaphysics is one of them. And that's the study of what is real. Uh, there's something here that says which uh, one did you major in? Um, the way they had well, let me go through these and then I'll back up. Okay. 
to that question. So, uh, so here, this is quoting from uh, the Florida State University Department of Philosophy. I probably should have used my own alma maters, but I didn't. Uh, Cause last I knew the guy who was the head of the department was a prick and I hated him as a professor. So <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> Just as an aside, I took his class and uh, he, we had to do a paper and he said, if you need help here, are my office hours, come and talk to me and I'll help you out. So I went to go see him like a good student. Cause I was racking my brain. I couldn't think of anything long story short we hashed out an idea in his class. I wrote up a paper and all this stuff. And when I turned it in, he downgraded me a letter grade because that was his idea, not mine. (laughs) I went to you for help fucker. And ever since then, (laughs) fuck that guy. (laughs) Tell us how you really feel. Jimmy. (laughs) No, I'm going to keep that in. I'm going to eat my feelings. You're just going to eat my feelings before you. You really need to let that off. You know, forgive and forget. Fuck or that, don't that forget. shit. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Um, but so what is real? And so some of the questions here, it's like, what's the nature of reality? What exists in the world? What is it like? How is it ordered? And there's questions such as, is there God? What is truth? What is a person? What makes that person the same through time? Is the world strictly composed of matter? Do people have minds? If so, how is the mind related to the body? Do we have free will, etc.? That's metaphysics. Epistemology is this study of knowledge. So how do we know what we know? What is knowledge? Do we really know anything? How do we know those things? How do we know? Yeah. I didn't even have to look at that. That was one of my favorite classes. Ethics, that's pretty straightforward. What's good? What's bad? You talk about that on here a lot. Yeah, morality, those sorts of things. Logic, <clears throat> but it really has to do with more reason and arguments. So, you know, there's all kinds of fallacies, apply, you know, appealing to authority or circular logic or, you know, whatever. So, but uh, what ta- what constitutes good, re- good or bad reasoning, just thinking and Right. We argue all the time. How do you present? You know, makes sense. And then there's a track for history of. So literally reviewing the history of blah, 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 blah. Ancient Greek philosophy, medieval philosophy, 20th century philosophy, whatever. American philosophy, the Russian, to wherever. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, and there's different ways to break that up to you can talk about existentialism. You can talk about blah, 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 blah. I mean, there's all kinds of things. So going CJ back to- would be good to barroom philosophy. <laughs> well, and there's there's uh, laws. Philosophy is applied in law too. I mean, there's obviously political philosophy and theory. There's blah, blah, blah. Aesthetics is another one. So what is beauty? Art and beauty. What is beautiful? How do we know? Are are there objective standards by which something's beautiful, or is it all subjective? All those sorts of things. You're describing most podcasts. Yes. Most podcasts are philosophy discussions. And if you think about it in law, the Socratic method is basically the, the basis for 
uh, the legal system, especially from a trial perspective, right? You, you ask questions, the judge is there, like you can't lead the witness. You can't. So, but you ask questions to try and disprove the other person's case to get answered. You know, all of that's based off of Socrates and the way he approached talking to people and reasoning his arguments. There's lots of ways that we talk about, like you, to your point, Nate, we talk, we deal with philosophy every day in our everyday lives when we're trying to figure out what's true, what's real, you know, what do it, what's valid argument. Well, like what are good arguments? What are not good arguments? And when there isn't good ones, we, we may not know the, uh, the, the whatever official fallacy that they're using, but at the same time, we're still all trying to get at truth and all that sort of stuff. Going back to your question though, which did I major in? So at least when I was going, you couldn't major in one, uh, any one specific area. It was either a history of track or it was a more application track where history of make, you know, you just kind of go through time and learn the history of it all. The other one is learning about each of those things and application of those things and trying to use those to think about things, discuss problems, which, you know, most of the time we ended up at a bar just shooting the shit, <laughs> shit so every that's week. That's why you like that class. Cause you <laughs> ended up at the bar. Yeah. Yeah. The whole philosophy department and most of the students end up camping out at a bar called the homie Inn, where they have champagne on tap. Champagne. 10 out of 10 would recommend <laughs> on tap. It's a little hole in the wall bar, like literally a hole in the wall. Like it's not that huge of a place, but they do have champagne on tap. I'll have to try it out. Yeah. We'll have to go there sometime just cause wow. it's a cool little spot. I mean, it, it's your local bar kind of thing. Like it's, it's got a, you know, I'm not a champagne person, but you don't have to drink on it. tap. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm intrigued. <laughs> yep. So what we got out of the, your whole philosophy going to school and everything is we're going to go try champagne on tap. Yes. That's how they're drunk. That's how yeah. his, his degree has helped us out. <laughs> That's true. They're basically all drunks, but, uh, um, but I ended up majoring in the more application track, but I took a, ended up taking a whole bunch of history of classes, uh, because there was a misprint in the course, whatever. And I didn't find that out till late. So I took a whole bunch of unnecessary classes. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it does, but whatever. They didn't give you really any credit for them, did they? It's not like I got extra credit for them. There was right. just time in. <laughs> oh. Just time served. So, <laughs> but, it, you know, it's, it, there's lots of interesting things. And, and I, you know, some of my professors were, there's a number of classes I took that were really interesting. One was a philosophy of money and it just looked at what various people have thought about have wrote about thought about money and lending and use the uh, usury is the term but from you know socrates or plato to saint thomas or saint aquinas to tom is it john Locke? yeah john Locke 
to Adam Smith, who's sort of the father of econo- uh, economics, to Karl Marx, to, I mean, it just ran a broad spectrum. And it was really int- like going through and thinking about their arguments for how lending money is bad or because of that, you know, even me lending you money could be bad because there's, you know, is it morally right or wrong? Uh, that was just an interesting is, you know, capitalism versus communist. Like it wasn't one way or the other, but it was just looking at a broad, that was one of the most interesting classes I, I ever see that. Yeah, yeah. And I took a course uh, on just and unjust wars and it's basically just war theory. And it, this was at the time, this was in the nineties when the first uh, Gulf war what was going on. And so it was relevant in that regard, but it's like, can you have it? Is there such thing as a just war? And, you know, just interesting question. It, from my perspective, that was interesting to kind of look through battles in history, like whether it's the Civil War, World War One, or, you know, just various things throughout history and t- trying to. You know, I yeah, that comes up the thing, just war. Uh, everyone's always trying to take something. So yep. my thought is, no, there's not. Now, if you're on the side of the victors. Well, yeah, they could see it as that, but someone got screwed over so you could win. Yep. And I think Jocko Willink ends up, like I heard him talk about this a little bit, not just war theory, but just talk. He's like, the nature of war is death. And it's like, to me, it's like, yeah, that's, that's the right answer. There's nothing. Yeah. Regardless of the cause or the reason. Well, that's Hollywood. Hollywood is glorified movies. I mean, even for myself and everything, you're a little kid watching the Vietnam flicks and everything. And, you know, it's like the hero lives through everything. Well, a lot of the heroes, real heroes, were the last man standing. Yeah. And they made a hero out of them type. Not that they didn't deserve it, just... Who knows which yep. bullet's going to get you or not get you? Are you that lucky guy or not? You know, yeah. who happens to be in the driver's seat this week? Yeah. When it's your well, turn and then there's turn. questions of morality too, because when your life's on the line, it's like it's either me or you, right? Well, morality kind of goes out the window because, <laughs> well, I don't but if, but the, and then you add in, well, if you weren't there in the first place. Yeah, yeah. You know. Well, and you, and you think about these days too where it's more distance and I mean there's a whole bunch of other things at play, rules of engagement that kind of are supposed to be put in place but shit still goes like it's just chaos. Like it's yes. War so, is chaos. Yeah. And then there's a uh, one professor I had I really admired and he would he, one of the things I learned from him over and above whatever we went over in the class is if you cannot do justice to the argument, whatever thing you're talking about, if you, if you can't understand the other side as well as your own, then you're not doing justice to the argument. It's like, you don't care enough about the, the topic to, you know, you don't need to believe the other side, but you need to understand what they're 
where they're coming from and what they're doing, you, you can still believe that that's wrong, whatever the topic is, but you're doing an, a disservice to the Phyllis, you know, from a philosophic perspective or philosophy perspective, you're, you're doing a disservice to the argument by not knowing both right? sides. And, yeah. And how often, right. Especially in today's society where I'm right, you're wrong, fuck off kind of thing. And nobody's even willing to but even no, see one side or the other. The grass is green on the <laughs> other side. <laughs> Sorry, really? my bad. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's not blue, no matter how many times you tell me. <laughs> it really is green. But, you know, we've kind of lost, and I think generally speaking, we've sort of lost this curiosity of asking questions and why and how do we know and you know and but but every day people ask philosophical questions what's right what's wrong what's you know what's morally right or wrong what's true right what is and how do we know that's true and it doesn't matter the subject it it could be anything um how many times it If it's something that goes against like your emotional state, you're not going to want to look at it because then it'll make you feel some, you know, bad. Some kind of way. Going, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you're emotionally attached, you don't want to go against something that would make you feel out of place or anything. So, wow, that's kind of a cool way to look at it. I'm, I've always kind of tried to see the other side, but the way that you put it made it kind of seem, I mean, worded better than I did in my head. <laughs> Because <laughs> I can bullshit better. That's really exactly. what it means. I'm a professional exactly. bullshitter. Okay. <laughs> Somebody's got to be, I guess. <laughs> I can sell you the used car now uh, with the clear coat <laughs> and the extended warranty. <laughs> oh, and you're going to need winter tires for that. Uh, no, winter. Uh, yeah, just winter air. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blinker fluid. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget the muffler burns. But so often people are like, it's been lately these days, it seems like people are unwilling to even entertain the possibility that there is an alternative to any given position. (laughs) I was having a conversation along these lines earlier today. And my response back as we went back and forth on this situation is, you know, they know they're wrong, but they won't admit it, you know, so they'll double down on the wrongness just so they don't have to admit they're wrong. Where they could simply just go, hey, I screwed up. Okay, line in the sand. Let's move on from there. No. Take no. some pride away from like that's ever gonna fucking happen. Yeah, <laughs> we're just gonna but fight this. Yeah, heaven forbid we go. Well, charge it to the game. I I totally believe babies came from storks. I never knew. I'm wrong. They don't. Okay. <laughs> uh, or is it behind trees? They come from behind trees, but only if there's moss on one side. Uh, yeah. Uh. But it's one of those things. Like we get. I think to your point, CJ, too, how many people have gotten tied up? Like their identity is what they believe. And it's it's like, that's not necessarily who you're not just who you, what you believe, right? Like we got to think about. There's no more religion. There's only ideas. Yeah. Yeah. 
And, you know, and that's a good one too. It's like, how do you, an int- that's always an interesting question, you know, from a morality perspective, does morality come from God? And if so, what does that say for people who don't believe in God and all those sorts of things, but also too, how do you square faith and reason, right? It makes no sense. And like I said, I think I mentioned this before, but we should have Padre on to talk about kind of squaring that square peg round hole. Like at some point, faith by its nature is kind of counter to logic and reason. And yet, because you're, you know, how do you know what is true? You know, my theory on faith is this. Do you believe that the chair will hold you up? Wait, did you just call me fat? Well, that too, but I'm Brian Shaw. Okay, <laughs> but you know, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's it's in the simplest of things. Well, how can you have faith in this? Well, you know, well, I sat in the chair, I saw the chair. Da 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 da. Well, you know, and it expounds from there. But yeah, trying to explain faith, gonna... that's the easiest way to do it. It's like you see the chair. Yep, yep. So how do you believe or have faith in the unseen? Well, you got to take a leap of faith, brother. Yeah, but (laughs) it's like, have you ever seen a flag flap in the wind? Where does the wind come from? Exactly. You can't see it. No one sees it. Someone told you that was the wind. It could be poltergeist. It could be ghost. It could be hot dog fart. (laughs) It could be, yeah, fluctuants from the other side of the world. They made it all the way to this side of the world. Goddamn butterfly effect. <laughs> yep. Well, and it, you know, if you talk about what's beautiful and whether that's a, a painting, a statue, a woman, a design of a car, 68 Corvette versus a 66 Mustang or, you know, whatever. Um, uh, what is beautiful? I mean, that's all that those are actually philosophical questions. We don't think about it in those terms, but that that's philosophy. So there's, there's, so philosophy is asking a question that never has a definite answer for the most part. Yes. For the most part, we'll, we'll do the 80, 20 rule. <laughs> Well, yeah, what yeah. is a definite answer in philosophy then? But if you think about it too, right? The, another question is, why am I here? What am I doing? Like how many dudes, how many people are looking for some purpose in life or something like what, like what, why am I here? What's it like, you know, when we talk about mission all the time, you know, a lot and developing that and all those sorts of things, but those that on a level that's, that's philosophical. Like why, why, why am I here? Why now? Why, why am I working for the company I am? Why am I still at that company? Why, what, you know, and there's other things that could come into play in any of those sorts of things, but, you know, people have been asking these questions since the dawn of time. So, I mean, it's, they're they're timeless questions in that regard. And do, do we have answers to those? I think the definite answers comes down to like your own moral compass. It's like you can give well, a definite, definite answer. answer. It's like for it's you. like something that's law. So it's like all across the board. But to you, the answer might always be the same. But that doesn't make it a definite answer for everyone. 
so the study of philosophy doesn't always have a definite answer for everybody. We can't answer everyone's questions. Right. I would agree. And maybe some of those questions are truly up to the individual. It's not a, because there isn't an answer collectively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have that freedom of choice. Philosophy That's, is to be human. <laughs> but these are, you know, things ostensibly that we think about that animals don't. It sets us that apart. We're aware we can, of. What about dolphins? Understood. But we think about, we can think about our thinking. We can, you know, go first world consciousness. Pro- first world problems in some ways, but yeah, yeah. I mean, power versus you know, force. Wow. Thanks. Yeah, who is it? Wow. Rene Descartes, who, who, you know, his quote, like the line from him is, I think, therefore I am. But it was his idea was like, how do I know I'm real? How do I, how, how do I know this is reality? How do I know I exist? Is this just a dream? Am I, is this the matrix? Or is it a simulation or is it real? It's real as you want it to be. What is real? I'm not going down this <laughs> rabbit hole. <laughs> and with that, that that's what we're going to do. What is real? Everyone, as they, they're all sitting there Submit thinking. your answers to. <laughs> Links will be in the description. <laughs> Hit us up with your ideas and social media. There we go. Leave a comment. Uh, check us out at uh, barbarianrhetoric.com. Oh. Leave a comment. We'll make sure to ignore it. <laughs> oh. But hopefully this has been interesting. Enlightening. On some on some level. There's a lot more to it than just woo-woo shit. Now, who knows what's being taught in university today? Right. Because Lord knows it wasn't as bad as it is now when I was. I actually went to college and came out more conservative. I don't know how that's possible, but. Well, (laughs) yeah. At one time, yeah. I mean, being around all that. And admittedly, you know, professors lean one way. But I will say my philosophy, you know, by and large, they were, it's like, calling balls and strikes like they were pretty well, straightforward they were but thinkers. it was a different time then too they were thinkers yeah, yeah you know now they just want you to follow the party line yeah not think for yourself but it sounded like your professors wanted you to think for yourself so well and there were a couple of them the one i talked about that taught the uh uh philosophy of money class mm-hmm. by his own admission he he's like a Marxist and he loves reading Karl Marx. He like thinking about all of that. It's like, okay, so you're a communist, but the class itself, you wouldn't know that by him teaching the class. Like it's like rare was, you know, I, there's only one professor I could think of philosophy professor that I could think of that tried to sway us in a certain way, but she had a cause. It was actually, and, and it wasn't what you think. It was actually about a nuclear waste site in Nevada (laughs) <laughs> like that was her that was her thing and whatever but it's like what do a bunch of kids in college kids in a classroom in omaha nebraska have to do with 
this. Yeah. A, a nuclear waste site going in in your home state. Right. <laughs> that, But that was the only only class uh, one class otherwise that's pretty good pretty straight ahead so all right well hopefully everyone got a little bit if they hung out this long. and if nothing else you got a great laugh out of some of this podcast at least Absolutely. i did. i don't know about the rest of you i was i was in tears <laughs> yeah there's a couple moments where i i i laughed so i think i needed that so good if nothing else hopefully we cheered you up made your day all right till next time thanks for listening to this episode of the barbarian rhetoric podcast i hope it's giving you something to think about in your own quest to develop a barbarian mindset Because it's with this mindset that you'll find the skills, strength, attitude, will, and endurance to see things through and live within the civilization and still be a barbarian. We appreciate your feedback. We especially appreciate those who have been supporting the podcast. That's the Barbarian Rhetoric Podcast on our website, on Anchor FM, and on Spotify. You can find the show notes on the blog or anchor.fm slash barbarianrhetoric. If the podcast has been helpful to you, please let us know. You can do this by checking into the Apple Podcast app, give us five stars, and leaving us a short review. This will help us get our message out in front of many more people. You can also talk to us on social media and let us know what you are thinking about or how this has helped you. On Twitter, I am at SteelJans. That's S-T-E-E-L-J-A-N-Z. And I'm also on Instagram at BarbarianRhetoric. There's also a couple other things you need to check out. One is the Barbarian Rhetoric blog. And of course, our newsletter. There's a pop-up which you'll see as soon as you land on the blog. Thanks for listening. And always remember to be a barbarian in a civilized world. An apex predator.